What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome in. This is LOTL, and this is episode 125. And on tonight's episode, we start everything with the catch-up. Jimmy takes us through some topics, and we get caught up on the goings-on. After that, we do a review of our episode 124 with John Passo of A Starter and a Chaser podcast. Great uh, interview with John, and uh, we talk about his career, uh, everything that he does, and uh, also the podcast that he started with his buddy Joe. After that, we get into some NFL talk, and uh, we talk about the season that is upon us. Starts on this Thursday, and the Browns start on Sunday at Baltimore. So we get into some of the main uh, topics with that. We review the Browns preview episode that we did uh, just a few days ago, and uh, we get into some uh, muddy waters with uh, OBJ and some rumors. But uh, we also do our top five of the week, which is our top five NFL logos, and then we end the episode with our shout-outs. But before all that, let's get it going with the Beer of the Week. Let's do it. Good morning. How are you? Welcome to Living Off the Land, the All Things Cleveland podcast, with your hosts, Jordan, Jimmy, Ryan, and Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. Come on, do it. I'm here. Do it now. Ah! Beer of the week time. All right. We went back to a classic, a classic brewery that is, and it's a style that's quickly becoming a classic within the beer community. It's our favorite. Um, We do it every week. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So I went with Great Lakes Brewing Company's Hazecraft IPA, Hazy IPA. None of their names, man. But um, so, yeah, so this is their, one of their newest um hazy ipas obviously and i have had it a few maybe two weeks ago but i'm gonna try it again let me see Ooh, a little asmr that's not bad yeah we're just gonna become an asmr podcast yeah. uh, <laughs> um that's actually very different than what i remember it i like it it's got it's got some good fruity stuff going on in the background it's a it's a little more bite than a lot of hazies yeah yeah, more, which is... It's a very IPA-ish, hazy IPA, that makes sense. Which, if I have to be honest, that's not surprising that Great Lakes does that, because they just seem to always like those really traditional-tasting uh, IPAs. Yeah. Um, so I, they have this little cool fact sheet. I'm going to read some stuff from it. Act like I know what I'm talking about. Behind the beer, perhaps inspired by Ohio's surprisingly deep roster of trailblazing astronauts... Our brewers launched Hazecraft IPA in our two-barrel pilot system. Their bold quest for an infinitely tasty hazy IPA led them to discover the perfectly vibrant constellation of Simcoe, I believe it's Azica, or yeah, and Lemon sure. Drop hops. That's Lemon one giant. That's one giant leap for your palate. It's a uh, 6.7%, about 40 IBUs. It's pretty drinkable. It's pretty smooth. It's nothing crazy. Yeah. Um, so this is interesting. You guys tell me, I'm kind of into this now after our a guest from last week, John Passow, uh, was explaining some of the, the notes. So yeah, see how, are if the y'all, ta- yeah. how are the tannins? I don't know about tannins, but see if y'all can catch these notes. So the, 
The Simcoe hops, it's a bittering hop with pine and passion fruit aroma. I definitely can taste the pine. Let me smell it. Yeah, that's what that, that's what I mean. Like when I say yeah. it's like an, it's a very the much pine, an IPA yeah. hazy. And then you have the Azica hops. They're dry hopped for mango, citrus, and orchard fruit aromas. I totally taste the mango. I can definitely taste that. I don't know about, and I guess citrus too. I don't know about orchard fruit. I guess it means like apple. Like I don't, I don't, I don't get that. So a tannin is a class of astringent bitter plant. <laughs> poly, poly, I can't. I don't know what this is. Polyphenolic <laughs> chemical compounds. I don't. I'm just reading stuff off Wikipedia. Hmm. And then the <laughs> so final. So supposedly the tannins is the most. Uh, uh, it's part of the brewing process, oh. and it is actually the. Uh, it's kind of what sours beers. I guess that's what it says. I don't know. John will probably listen to this and and be like, nope, and comment on it and say, nope, you're an idiot. <laughs> and then the final hops are lemon drop. Uh, these are dry hop for bright lemon fruitiness, sweetness, and herbal notes. I can definitely taste the lemon. I, I, I felt a citrus. I definitely tasted citrus. I don't know about herbal. I'm, I can't say I'm there yet. But you're trying really hard to sound educated on this. Yeah, no, I'm reading it from their little uh, their little fact sheet. It's good. They say to pair it with grilled vegetables, citrus marinades. Oh, like meats that have a citrus marinade. And, and, and pat, pat. No, no, they actually want you to pour to a citrus drink, marinade into it. Yeah, they're so, going to do this on a starter to chase. They're going to take a shot of marinade <laughs> yeah, and follow with a sip yes. of beer. Yes. Yeah. 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 All right, Dan, what are your thoughts? Let's go around the table. I think it's good. <laughs> I think it's nice. No, I I, uh, I enjoy it. Um, I'm trying not to say I like it every week. Um <clears throat> I had it last week, or when did I have it? Yeah, I think it was last week. I don't remember. But anyway, I, I have had it before. Um, I think it's really good. Like I said, it's more of an IPA hazy. It's not like uh, like Groovy Juice doesn't taste much like an IPA. It's more, right. It's, it's like a. So it almost literally yeah. almost tastes like juice. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I enjoy this very much. Yeah, Ryan. I'm sure by definition it's considered a hazy IPA. I don't, you know, I to me I, I agree. I don't really get that. I don't know if I like had a stroke or if I just don't have a, a palate. I got none of what you're talking. about. To me, it's just like beer tastes like beer. I'm like, yep, that's an IPA. I think you're just yeah, having like, one of those days. That's like a style. Like, I don't like. Hmm. I, I've never. Oh, I do this. I do this historically with all kinds of beer. People are like, oh yeah, there's tasting notes of like or like with wine. So you get yeah. plum and leather bags. And, yeah, I don't and, leather bags. In, in in a boot that stepped in dog shit last week. Like, I don't <laughs> I don't I don't I wanna sound cool and know like I can know what I'm talking about, but I just don't. I right. just I have such a poorly like uh palette defined palette, I guess. So, like, palette. I, I don't know, apparently. I know what I like and I know what I don't like. Yeah, fair uh, enough. If fair someone enough. put this in front of me, would I drink it again? Yeah. Would I go out of my way for it? Probably not. Okay. Jimothy. All right. I know you came here for my beer knowledge. <laughs> um, almost like Ryan in the sense, you know, tastes like beer. Definitely tropical. So okay. that's cool. That's what I'm saying. I can definitely get it. When the first time I took a sip, got a tropical so that's feel probably to it. I didn't even read the can. Probably yeah. passion fruit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is it like? Lemon, you mango said? too. Mango, mango, lemon, and passion fruit. Oh, what's a passion fruit taste like? I've no idea. That <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like beer. I suck. It's got a specific flavor. I don't know either. I'm, I'm the no least idea. knowledgeable beer guy. No, I think it's good. Um, 
as Ryan said, I would drink it again as well. It's mm-hmm. more of a summer beer. Yeah. I mean, it's kind yeah. of a yeah. change of pace, what we've been doing. I think it's the, the flavors. The flavors are summery, right? Is yeah. that what you're getting at? Yeah. For sure. This is this reminds me of June. <laughs> this nice is, June summer day. Now, I personally love the can. What do you think about the can? Ooh, big fan. Cool colors, huh? Pink, green. A little different for Great Lakes. Yeah. Right? Doesn't seem oh, like a Great sure. Lakes can. Yeah, they're very uh, conservative when it comes to... Actually, they're more, they're like their their artwork is more of like a classic, like nineteen fifties sci fi. Have has it sure. call. No, yeah, like right. what did you say? It's like the, almost that Lovecraft like stuff. I totally agree. I um, yeah, I love it. I would get it again. I believe it's temporary. I don't think it's any type of permanent. No, it is. I think I'm pretty sure it is. I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure permanent? this is yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, you have the. Yeah, I probably right should. Uh, it looks like it should taste like watermelon. Yeah, I think this goes in. Cause they don't have it. No, you're right. You're they right. They don't have here. a hazy idea. No, um, this yeah. is their. Well, they did, but it was that was a temporary. The earlier one they oh, did. Yeah. You know what they, they need to make? This is a year-round beer. You know what bag. they need to bring back and make permanent? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, uh, la, uh, Grandes Lagos. Grandes Lagos. Oh, oh man, what a that Mexican so beer. Delight. What mm. a delight. Yeah, I'd buy it again. Yeah, so that's your beer of the what week. Was our, what, what was our ratings? Oh, ratings. I, I would give this. this. I'll go first. I would give this. You know, I, the more I drink it, the more I like it. I haven't given a high rating. Any yeah, because I remember when you had it for the first time, you were like, it was it was good, not great. Yeah. I'm kind of leaning more that I really like it. I would, I would, I would go, let's do uh, 8.1, mm. which is probably too high, but mm. I don't know. I'm really enjoying it right now. So I, I would consider anything above eight as you would drink it again if you, if it was somewhere, but you would also go buy it again. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I want a beer. I'm going to go get a six-pack of this. I would get a six-pack of So this. that's like eight and above. Absolutely. Um, and I'm like straddling that line. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go seven, nine. Okay. Just because there are several hazy IPAs just off the top of my head that I think are better. But it's, mm-hmm. it's still good. And hazy IPA is now like my favorite style of beer, mm-hmm. so I like... A hundred yep. different kinds of hazy IPAs. So, for me to say like there's a handful better that I like is not a is not a diss. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think I'm gonna go seven eight. Okay. I'll go six one. Oh boy! Because fives feels too harsh, and if I said six zero, oh, I'd get ridiculed. So six one. <laughs> rookie score. <laughs> exactly. It's a rookie score. Uh, I'm gonna have to say. I do like it a lot. I do like hazy IPAs. They're becoming my favorite right next to stouts. Oh. Ooh. Love stouts. Which, stay good, tuned. Foreshadowing. Good time of the year. Good time is, of the year. Yeah, foreshadowing. As the weather turns, we're getting into stout season. Uh, 7.2. Okay. All right. All right. Well, that's beer of the week. All right. You're welcome. Let's do the catch up. Okay, cue the intro music. Just kidding, we don't have it. Or do we? All right, so um, not too big a news, but big news for me, I guess. Stipe Miocic signs with Vayner Sports. Not sure how to pronounce it. What's that? Uh, But they manage a bunch of UFC fighters, a bunch of MMA fighters. It's like a marketing agency. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Stipe's always had the the rep of not being well-known enough and not promoting himself enough and not being a promotable guy. Not being able to speak English. That, too. That doesn't help. So he knows English. He just he talks funny. Talks very funny. <laughs> and he, so, self-admittedly, too. He's like, I know you guys can't understand me. So it's definitely a step in the right direction for the guy. Um, big news, I guess, in the MMA world. Not, not too many people knew about this. I just had to stick it in there. 
I mean, I love it. I didn't know about this, so you just mentioned it. But uh, do you are you guys familiar with Gary Vaynerchuk? I mean, he's like a big he's like a big deal. He's mm. he's he's um, he started off um, working in his dad's like uh, wine and liquor shop and ended up building an empire. I mean, oh. he's he's a yeah. a millionaire uh, who's attempted to become a billionaire. I mean, his whole thing he wants to he wants to buy the Jets. Uh-huh. If 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 you are friends with anybody who's like really big on like. Um, it's it's almost like become cartoonish. It's like a caricature, like the 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 hustle and grind bro, like the rise and grind type of guy. Uh, yeah. Um, but he's he's Gary V has actually uh, become quite popular. He's been ahead of podcasting and documenting everything for a long time. Creating co- content creation was his thing that he was talking about for years now. He was way ahead of the curve content with creation. Instagram. He was way ahead of the curve with. It's like your TikTok. boy Dave Portnoy. Yeah, I mean he's Dave Portnoy. <laughs> yes. Um, so Gary Vee is uh, he's he's a big deal, and his uh, his sports representation brand uh, is only growing, and they're adding high pro high profile athletes one by one. So the fact that he uh, landed Stipe is pretty awesome. It's good stuff. I had no idea. I'm happy for him. It sounds like it's a good a uh, good deal for him because he probably could use some of that right now because he does everything else right. It sucks that he just doesn't have he's a perfect fighter. Some of that exposure. It would have been really awesome if this would have ha- like if the timing would have matched up better. This would have happened for him like five six years ago. Yeah, could have been more of a payday yeah. because like I feel like like he's. I mean, he's not on the. I mean, he's literally at the apex of his career right now, but. Like I feel like he's he maybe has a couple years left in him before like he's gonna be almost forty soon. So it's like they gotta like strike now with him, like promote him like as the greatest UFC heavyweight ever. Um, you know he's the champ, so promote the hell out of that. So they oh, gotta yeah. strike while the oil's hot mm-hmm. because it's not like he's some like twenty two year old who like just knocked out Cormier and became the champ. Like he's been the champ six times over <clears throat> and he's only got a little bit left so been in the game for a long time so yeah. hopefully he's this not he's not really the guy i feel like that would be very marketable after his career's over you know like a lot of these athletes are stay in the limelight i feel like stipe is just you know once he's pretty done, low he's, profile yeah but it's good notoriety for that sports group to be able to get the ufc heavyweight champ and baddest man on earth just market for the rest of time that they represented the greatest heavyweight of all time in MMA. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, on a more local uh, note and a more relatable note, uh, there were big floods happening yeah. yesterday for Labor Day, which unfortunately shut down a lot of businesses. Uh, flooded parking lots, flooded shut local down my businesses, backyard. flooded people's backyards. Much. So I just wanted to ask if you guys got any trouble with flooding or knew anybody that had any trouble flooding. Or yeah, you should see my backyard. <laughs> so my, well, not now. It's gone now. Well, in your house, maybe? No, my, nothing. I don't have a basement, so I don't have to worry about like any water damage in the basement. Um, but, yeah, it was... My, I saw some of the pictures, like Lake Brunswick or something. It was, like, badly overflowing. My parents in North Ridgeville have had multiple floods... Uh, I was actually over at their house Monday, and it wouldn't stop raining, and the backyard was almost a little lake. We were really concerned it was going to be the third flood in, like, five years. That was my backyard yesterday. So, yeah, I think I saw a picture of that. So, yeah, yeah, it didn't happen to them, thank goodness, but uh, we were driving around afterwards doing some shopping, and there was 
some roads that were impassable almost in the area just because yeah. of flooding. So, yeah, crazy. Yeah, my folks' place usually has trouble based on uh, where they're at and pipes and things. And, and they've got a little, they've had a couple issues. One was just an actual flood. One was, this is really gross, was actually like sewage backup. Uh, so they were literally. That happened at Edgewater yesterday. Literally up Shit Creek. Uh, yeah. We're talking about about almost two feet of water in oh. the basement, like the entire basement. I bet that smelled great. It was, yeah. I was out of state at the time when that happened. So after that happened, uh, my folks got like a little alarm system put in where little uh, backup valve thing that'll start ringing and making all kinds of racket when the water's starting to come up. So that way, it doesn't happen again. So luckily, uh, no issues for my folks, but it got sketchy. Yeah. Yeah, I think everybody's a little worried. That's disgusting, though. I would move. Yeah, that was awful. <laughs> you need <gotta laughs> a whole new house. You got to burn it down and start <laughs> over. To. And on a more non-local note, uh, I just had to bring this up because this is ridiculous. Not sure if you all saw this. So Dr. Dre is uh, getting divorced with his wife. Oh my God! And apparently uh, they were pretty violent with each other, um, and just you know, uh, just not the most civil of cases. But anyways, uh, she claims she needs nearly two million dollars a month (laughs) spousal support while their divorce winds uh, its way through the legal system. Uh, just to maintain her lifestyle and her you know, way of living. So let me break down some of the expenses she claims that are necessities. Oh so she wants nearly $2 million. Uh, She So this is what it is. Laundry and cleaning, $10,000 a month. Clothes, $135,000 a month. Education, tuition, living expenses, sixty grand a month. Okay. Uh, the most interesting one, entertainment, nine hundred grand a month. What does what that mean? Is she, what does that mean? Just as entertainment, nine hundred <laughs> grand a month. Um, wow. Mortgage, hundred grand a month, and then telephone, cell phone, and e- telephone, cell phone, and email, twenty grand a month. Insane. That's wow. I mean, That's, granted, he's a billionaire, but like, what does she hey, mean by entertainment, though? That's nobody what I'm knows. Trying to figure we out. Don't, we don't know. Like, you'd have to ask her. Yeah. Private jets. Just it's it's got to be like playing. Yeah, it's, it's got to be like flying to places or something. It has to be just nuts. a vacation every weekend, just private jets back and forth, back and forth. So I thought that was wild. Um, talk about a way of living. Crazy. I could not imagine. I could not imagine that. I mean, we're I talking mean, about sums of money that people don't even make I know, in, a lifetime. in a lifetime. Yeah. That she's talking about blowing through in a year. Well, how much you say for clothes? Like one twenty million dollars a year. That's no up to two million a month. A, lot. a month. Those those were monthly numbers. Month month. That wasn't month a year. Month. That she, was she, monthly. She wants two million a month. <laughs> she wants one hundred and thirty-five thousand dollars a month say for clothes. BBC man. BBC. I'm not gonna extrapolate yeah. that, but you guys can figure oh out what that means. Oh my god, that's insane. Yeah. That's rough. Nine hundred yeah. grand, like like, 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 like uh, entertainment. Uh, almost a million dollars a month on entertainment. It's absurd. So like, what does what does entertainment mean? Like what? It, yeah, that's so really broad. To like, out. I. Yeah, that's how some folks. I mean, are, I know the movie theater's theater, uh, expensive now, but. Jeez. <laughs> Heyo. She wants to watch Mulan a couple times. She a couple times. You could, you could <laughs> probably rent maybe, it out for the whole U.S. Maybe. To, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Wow. So. There you go, boys. You are caught up. That's insane. I, uh... Thanks, Jimmy. Alrighty. Um, 
I wanted to take a little bit of time and just, uh, first of all, I wanted to shout out a starter and a chaser podcast, yes. uh, specifically John Paso, who joined us last week. If you haven't listened to that, uh, <clears throat> plug going out to SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Go check it out on our SoundCloud page, our uh, Spotify page, our iTunes, Apple Podcast page. Check out our episode 124. Uh, John was uh, kind enough to hang out with us last week and uh, educate us and honestly make it, make us feel kind of stupid about our knowledge in beer, which isn't his fault. But uh, also just to... <laughs> divulge what a renaissance man he is yeah yeah i mean holy crap that was one of the most interesting episodes he has such a fascinating life and every one of the actor writer podcaster uh, i feel like every one of voiceovers everyone which you'll hear uh, in future episodes this podcast hint hint this episode i feel like every one of his jobs he had was just so different than the other like, it's not like they were like, oh, I was... Uh, like, as an actor, he was on Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. and Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Malcolm in the Middle. Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. yeah, he did, like, a lot of extra stuff. And then he's been on, like, B-movies or whatever yeah. they're called. And uh, He was in a horror of, film yeah. that, that sounded like a porno. Yeah. He said um, it wasn't, but I mean, guess we'll see. He's a brewer who's worked at Hoppin' yeah. Frog, which yeah. is, like, nationally acclaimed yeah. brewery in Akron. Um, he's a farmer. Had farms in California. Like... Yeah, that was that was it was fast. Really interesting to talk to John and uh, learn more about him, and uh, then obviously the podcast that uh, him and his buddy Joe are uh, are cultivating, just like we are here. So and it's um, a great podcast, especially if you're trying to yeah. get into whiskey, or if you want to get into really high end craft beer, like fancy craft beer. And their video like, uh, podcast, so yeah. you can just go on their YouTube page, a starter and yeah. a chaser podcast. You can watch all their videos. They're only 15 to 20 minutes long on, like, our marathon sessions. Yeah. And talk um, about learning techniques and uh, and the technical phrases yeah. and notes and what this and that note is. Like, that's a great place. It's to, all about the tannins, man. <laughs> Shout out, Joe. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, what was uh, what was your guys' uh, favorite part of um, the interview last week with John? Like, what was the thing that stuck out the most? We kind of already touched on everything, but, like, in a general aspect, but... Like, what was the thing that, like, we talked about and he mentioned? We are like, hold, like, I don't know why, but I've already mentioned this about ten times today. But him talking about, like, breaking down a beverage into notes and, like, all the – and then knowing that – The science behind it. Yeah, like, it it tastes like lemon, but there's not lemon. It's not made with lemon. Yeah. So why is that? And it's, like, just learning about how – I don't know. He went into some of the details, like – how those flavor, those flavor profiles and, and notes come out, just that fascinated me. And ever since then, I've just been obsessively reading about all the different hops in every beer I'm drinking now. And I just, I think that was so cool. That, that's what stood out to me. The second thing was him being an actor, I was not expecting, but that was cool to learn about that. That was fascinating. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, um, <clears throat> I, so, so the beer part, interests me um mainly because like i have a subtle introduction to brew making and brewing mm-hmm. um one of my cousins is a home brewer and i've made beer with him so like when you talk about the different hops like i know what those are i just like when he talks about it and he's like at a certain point in the drink like he talks about like on the back end like when the <laughs> there's no 
easy way to say this. When the drink hits your throat, <laughs> like the way it tastes different than like when you first take a sip of it, yeah. like you, you get different parts of the ingredients at different times through the drink. And uh, so, yeah, that's interesting because I have a, a very broad and intro uh, sense of what that means. I just, you know, I don't, when I drink a beer, I don't, I'm like, you know, I'm not like, oh, you know, I get that. I mean, it happens. I just, I'm not smart enough or educated enough in the craft to understand it like he is. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely that. And then uh, the fact that he does voiceover work. Yeah. Like, and you guys, you guys had left. He actually did some voiceover work for us for the podcast. I after heard you guys some left. of it. Yeah. And uh, we did it on uh, <clears throat> this past episode with him. And then he, he recorded some things for us that we're going to. Nice. That we're gonna put on the show. Maybe Jimmy will put it on this episode, but nice. Um, but yeah, so that was cool. I think my favorite part was when we were going around with our favorite beers. Uh, we were mm. talking about, you know, we we spent so much time talking about all the Cleveland breweries and Doug and Rung. I love that, but to to pick somebody's brain who's been able to live and drink all over the country, you know, that's something that I I have always loved doing as well. Yeah, because you've so, done some of that. Yeah, exactly. And so for me to you know to share a little bit about what I liked with him and. I, I took some notes, uh, a couple beers that he mentioned in particular that I really want to get my hands on as well. So, I mean, you guys covered it, it at, at length. There's a lot that, to that interview that was that was one of my favorites that we've probably recorded. But um, in terms of just walking away, I got a, I got a new I got a new list of beers I want to go try to track down, which yeah. is going to be kind of like a fun uh, sure. drinkable scavenger hunt. For sure, Jimmy, what do you think? I mean, you kind of already covered it. Just the resume he had and the life that he's lived so far, it's just seems kind of crazy. <laughs> I can't it's just even like picture the, it. The, the vast array of different yeah. things that he's done, um, which is so cool. Just all the memories and stories he has, and yeah. he's relatively a younger dude. Yeah. So he has a lot of life to live. So, I mean, come this far, just what he's done is incredible. <laughs> it's kind yeah. of like unbelievable. <clears throat> and he said he's doing some consulting to. Uh, some consulting with local breweries, so that's cool. So he's he's kind of getting back into the game because uh, he just recently, I think, moved back from California. Yeah. So yeah. he's kind of getting back into the game here. So um, yeah, definitely. Shout out to John and then uh, his partner Joe from uh, Starter and a Chaser podcast. Go ahead, check them out on uh, YouTube and uh, and then whenever you, wherever you can, wherever you get your podcasts, uh, check them out and uh, give them a subscribe, a follow. <clears throat> And uh, check them out on social media. I don't think they're on Twitter. I tried to tag them when I posted our episode, and they're not on Twitter, but they are on Instagram and Facebook. So yeah, yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, I they post a lot on Instagram. Yeah, um, and and that's another thing. John's getting. He said he's getting back into photography. So uh, they're gonna be doing. They're gonna be post. He said they're gonna be posting a lot more pictures on Instagram. So shout out to them for sure. Absolutely, and give them a follow. Yeah. Um, all right, moving right along. Uh, let's let's talk about the NFL. Um, there's a lot to talk about here. Yeah, Brown specific. Some really weird things going on right now. Mm-hmm. We can talk mm-hmm. about that a little bit. Um, but also, uh, if you haven't gotten a chance to listen, uh, Ryan and I and uh, our friend Steve, who writes for our website, and he was my co-host on the post game shows last year. We did a uh, season preview show. Uh, the NFL opens on Thursday with the Texans and the Chiefs, and the Browns open on Sunday at the Ravens. So uh, we wanted to get a season preview out. We did some uh, some different topics, and then we played uh, the schedule game and gave our predictions for <laughs> every Browns game. 
for the upcoming season. So uh, go check that out. That's on all of our platforms. I posted it yesterday on our uh, social media accounts. So check that out. Give that a listen. And uh, yeah, we're getting ready for the NFL season. You got to be pumped. You're less than four. You're 48 yeah, hours away I, from the Texans. I'm uh, very pumped for two reasons. Especially First with of all, with yeah. your, your boy getting that cash. That's right. So securing the bag. I uh, I'm obviously hyped that Texans play soon, and that'll be fun to see them play against the uh, <clears throat> Chiefs again. Uh, but uh, I'm real excited that Watson got a massive contract extension. Aside from a crazy trade, which um, <clears throat> is also possible, I suppose, he's probably locked in for well, he's, Bill O'Brien. <laughs> that's yeah, that was that's funny. he's locked in for six years, and I love him. He's easily one of my favorite athletes. Um, uh, he's, he seems like a good dude off the field as well. Uh, four years, one hundred and sixty million dollar contract extension with one hundred and eleven million in guarantees. This is the second largest in NFL history after that Mahomes contract. Uh, I'm excited, and I'm excited to see him get on the field very soon. Um, should be a good game, hopefully. Either way, it's it's nice to have the NFL back. Uh, they're the first league that's going to hopefully play their season without having any interruptions, hopefully. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, they a, lot didn't do t- the, a lot of teams uh, still going to be playing without fans, but yeah, but, but uh, they yeah, might, the season's going to start on time. They might be one of the first <clears throat> leagues in the world to break the no fan thing, and hopefully, maybe if that can happen safely, that's, well, so that could be a good uh, thing. I'm pretty sure MLS has already like the crew had fans at their games. Uh, You're right. No, I, I remember seeing Dallas had fans at their yeah. games. I guess I didn't realize that. Yeah, it, it's all a lot of it is not league mandated. It's the it's it's, it's the local state, and state governments. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, because, like, of course, Jerry Jones, like, two months ago said, well, we're planning on having our fans at the stadium. So Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so. then the Browns, the Browns are able to have, right now, for the first two games, 6,000 fans at uh, First Energy. So. Yeah. Yay. So that's great. I'm excited about this. Is a, should be a fun sports week. A lot of basketball, too. Uh, playoffs still going on. Well, let's cut to the crap. Um, <laughs> wow. There's, uh, there's a Hilarious, crazy. Jordan. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, OBJ's got himself in a pretty uh, crappy situation. Oh God! Um, <laughs> so I I woke up this morning. Go ahead. And I tried. Well, I I like took, OBJ. And you took your like and you took your morning dump. I took my morning. <laughs> that's good. I took my morning dump, and while I'm on the toilet, I'm uh I'm reading about this. I see OBJ's trending, and my first thought is something. Oh, he said something dumb about a teammate, or or he got caught doing this or that. Who knows, right? No, he, according mean, to somebody, he got caught with something. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> so I, I go. I, you know how it is when there's a trending thing, and and people that already know about it are tweeting these jokes, and you're like, this looks funny, but I don't get it. Yeah. And you have to keep digging and digging. I finally find some garbage podcast clip, some podcast. I don't even want to say the name, but I will because it's it's easy to Google. They're called No Jumper, and I guess it's, it's the same podcast that if you're out there listening and yeah. you remember the story about the Phoenix Suns and the hotel room, uh, I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. This is a family show. Yeah. So ish. This podcast clip, it's this weird girl. <laughs> Going on about how she claims OBJ is into uh, yeah. what's the PG way to let's, put it? 
uh, Let's dirt, just dirty it. things. Let's just Google it. It has to do with body fluids and like mm. waste and things. Okay. Um, Jordan's. I'm gonna just get right. <laughs> it's so funny. This is the. This might be the funniest thing I've seen <laughs> on Twitter in a long time. First, first of all, I don't believe it. I I, I can't There's take no this podcast this seriously. Um, it's just too bizarre and too out there. Is that? Are there people that I'm sure are into I'm things sure. like that? Yes, no doubt. I just think this would have come out a long time ago. That's the fact all I that have it to came say. out off of the same podcast, like just a couple weeks after the whole Phoenix and Suns thing. I think it doesn't hurt that the NFL's kicking off this week either. You the know timing I mean? is yeah. a little bit, uh, you know, Suspicious. interesting. Yeah. So, anyways, look up the details if you want more. I will tell you right now. The no, me- don't the, look up the, the details. Memes, don't. The memes from this are some of the funniest since the uh, World War Three incident that supposedly happened earlier this year. They are so funny. I'm, I was just dying this morning looking at them. Up. Hey, guys. Oh, big golf, huh? All right. <laughs> Says no, well, I don't know. I see Ryan. I, I see I, Ryan. I, no idea why I played. I that. see Ryan over there looking like he has a thought. No, I mean, I mean we're, we're we're dancing all around it. Yeah, but. there's there's a we're dancing. Yeah, we're toeing the line right yeah. now. Long story short, it's people say all kinds of stupid stuff for internet clout. Absolutely. I don't think anybody believes it's real. I think one of the things that I've appreciated is that OBJ put a photo out there. Oh yeah, he's in, uh, he's he, like embracing he, it. Yeah, he he made a joke about it on his own Instagram. Miles Garrett posted a photo. Oh. On his Instagram as well, you know, making a joke about it. Like it's the good news is, it looks like OBJ and the guys are clearly they know what. Yeah. Well, you know they you know they've been giving him crap all oh, day. Oh, it's gonna well, be crap. You yeah. say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> pun not even intended. Wow. He's definitely gonna be hearing about wow. this. Wow. I need you to give me all these. Stupid idiot. <laughs> I, I, so it's just. Fake news. It's just yeah. It's a bunch of nonsense. Like I said, somebody and. Internet clout chasing. I can't believe I said that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, when you said that, I was like, okay, Dan. Yeah, yeah, I know. I I was just giving you. I almost did it again. (laughs) (laughs) I almost said I was. I I was giving you for doing it like three times. But yeah, you know, it is what it is. Uh, It's It's honestly funny. Like it's it's, like it's it's funny. It'll be good. It's so outlandish to where it's like, okay, he's a Cleveland athlete, and this isn't even embarrassing. It's that's how outlandish this is. Right, and and. It's so over the top that you can't help but just see some of. I said some of the memes on Twitter were just killing me. I, I was just laughing out loud. Like yeah. I couldn't get over how funny they were. <laughs> They're so stupid. Oh man. Yeah. So, anyways, that happened. And then since we recorded that episode on a non-OBJ related front, we extended Kareem Hunt. That happened um, today. That yeah. happened today. Yeah. Two year extension, like eight and a half million guaranteed. I think max value of somewhere in between 13, and 12, 13 or, and a half. half. Um, so it actually it works out to be a three year deal because it's after this year. Correct extension so, on top of this year. Yeah, and he's making like three million this year, so it it ends up being like three years, sixteen some million. Yeah, I think like which is like what Duke Johnson got. Remember when he yeah. signed that extension? Yeah. And then Duke Johnson, Kareem Hunt. Yeah. I mean, oh, it's. I mean, okay. No contest. Yeah. yeah. So I know he's on the Texans now, but. You know, I think that was a solid move. We have one of the best backfields, if not the best backfield. Yeah. And uh, we talked about it on that. that go check out the Browns episode. We have more thoughts on the offense. But um, that extension was kind of nice to see. And oh, for then sure. uh, I think uh, those are really those are really the two big notable things in the NFL in, in terms of related to us. 
But uh, yeah, I think that I mean that, and just the fact that the season's starting, and I, I mean we talked about it uh, yesterday, but like how it's just snuck up. I yeah, mean, crazy. I mean September's here. I you know it's yeah like Labor Day's already gone. Yeah. Sounds- by the way, speaking of September, I thought that I thought we were in a spooky season. How is it like eighty-seven degrees outside That's today? Stupid. I I feel like September will do that. I I think that's pretty pretty typical. No, maybe not over here. Maybe. I mean, admittedly, we did jump the gun on spooky season. The that's first, true. The, yeah. the first pumpkin beer came out, and I was like, "Yeah, we're doing this." And I guess yeah, it is true. a little earlier than normal from what I was reading. Yeah, but I don't know. Um, I'm not mad about it. I'm not yeah. mad. I love fall. Fall's yeah, my favorite fall's season. Good. It doesn't fall's feel like great, it right now, but great season. You know, for within sure. within. Uh, I'd say the next week or two, it'll probably yeah. that heat will probably kick uh, kick yeah, out here. I think we'll I think we'll be seeing early seven or uh, um, God low seventies for a while. No, give me that all day. Yeah. Oh, well, can't wait. Did I say it's that right? Time here. Upper seven. What is wrong with me? Low seven. Are you having a stroke? I mean, I can't. I'm, I'm mixing up the terminology. I am low. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's wrong with me. Uh, one final tidbit oh, yeah. about sports: the NBA. Plugging along with the playoffs, some interesting series going on. Uh, friends are now allowed in the bubble. If I read correctly, you can bring up to 10. Um, I don't know if everyone can bring 10, but there was something about 10. But non-family is allowed now to be invited to the bubble, apparently, so that's interesting. Wait, were we done talking about the NFL? Oh, sorry. I thought we were done with Brown stuff. I, uh, what else is there? To, oh, oh, our top we, five. We had the top five. And then... Uh, I don't know who posted it. I don't know if it was Jimmy. That was me. It was you? Yeah. I wanted to talk about that a little bit because we didn't talk about that yesterday. No, that was kind of cool, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, but let, let's talk about that first. Sure. So I saw um, Pro Football Focus posted uh, an article that they went through every single team in the NFL and uh, picked one person on that roster who they were expecting to have a breakout season. And the article went for the Browns with Sione Takitaki, mm-hmm. who's just got objectively one of the Which most fun names to say. Oh, yeah. Um, so I agree with – Dan talked about uh, Mac Wilson. And I, pending the injury or without yeah. that injury, I would have. that's who I would have said as well because right. Mac played pretty well last year and he was only scratching the surface. Yeah. Um, I think Takitaki is, is – it's an interesting pick. Um He's going to play a lot. He's going to have to step up. You know, that's not a position of strength for us right now. Right. Um, I think uh, Kareem Hunt is a, a prime example of, you know, last year we, we were without him for half the season because of the suspension. And so getting And then last back, year the offense is so jacked. Yeah, everything right? was wonky. Um, and so I think uh, – <laughs> um, Kareem Hunt. He was over here doing like I know, 100 different things. I know. I, I know I, I, I'm having <laughs> a hard being time. A, just being a producer. Right. Um, content, yeah. content, content. With a competent offensive uh, system with a full season, Kareem Hunt is definitely poised to have a really strong year. Uh, I, You know, I have – there's a couple other names that kind of pop in and out, um, but nobody really jumps to the forefront quite like those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I tried to go, I tried to go um, go through, and then Kareem Hunt is almost like a re, he's almost like a re breakout. Right. It's I mean, exactly. people people forget that he led the league in rushing like right. three years ago. Yeah, um, like he's he's definitely he's been a stud. I mean, he he's but he's had a, yeah, but he's had a tough you know year and a half. Yeah. Um, with the incident and then getting suspended for mm-hmm. the first half of the season, like this is like his real reintroduction, and I think just with the the offense that we're gonna run. And uh, I'm excited to see if the Browns are going to run 
packages with Chubb and Hunt on the field at the same time. Oh, I'm sure they will. How awesome would it be to run like the uh, the wishbone? Have like the oh. uh, have like have the full have Janovich out there too with the two running backs and <laughs> yeah. Baker and like the pistol. Well, yeah, or we're gonna do some crazy like I can see, you know, Hooper and Njoku and Chubb and Hunt all yeah. at the same time, and then like OBJ yeah. or Landry. Yep. And it's just, we're gonna run some absurd package <laughs> where we're just, it's just gonna be like you know what. Good organized, luck. Organized chaos. We got, a, we got yeah, we got a, a yeah. plethora of substantial options. Good luck. The crazy thing about the Browns' offense this year is going to be you can't like like they always people talk about Bill Belichick and he, how he his defensive philosophy is we're going to take away your best option and make you beat us with other options. Well, with the Browns, they have like. Legit five different options oh, on yeah. offense yeah. that that are game breakers. Yeah, it's going to be. Um, you know, I've been saying this for a while. It obviously has to come to fruition on the field, but we have one of the best, like absolute best, skilled position groups in the NFL. Yeah, and like oh, which is absolutely bananas to think about given where we've been in the right. past, you know, twenty years. Right. So I yeah, mean, if someone wants to take away OBJ, if you want to double team Beckham, okay. Cool. Yeah. You know, we're, we still have uh, Landry and Higgins are not uh, receivers that you want to laugh off. And, oh, by the way, we've got one of the best tight ends in football and probably the best backfield. Good yeah. luck. Yeah. And, by the way, they catch out of the backfield, too. Yeah. Especially I mean, a lot, a lot of good teams have one great wide receiver, mm-hmm. one good tight end, one good running back. Right. We have two great receivers, a – Really good tight end and a former first-round tight end who hasn't realized his potential. And two running backs that could potentially lead the league in rushing. Oh, easy. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that everything makes is pointing to if the offensive line can stay healthy, things going really well on offense. The yeah. question marks are going to be defense, which is why I think if we're going to have a breakthrough, if you want to put Hunt aside for a second, that breakthrough – player for the Browns could potentially be another defensive player. It could be, you know, maybe Sendejo yeah. uh, has a has a really resurgent year on that one year deal. The, uh, or the safety we picked up. Or, uh, oh, yeah, Ronnie, Ronnie Harrison. Harrison. Yeah. You know, that, that could be a really, um, you know, powerful pickup. So, yeah, there's there's options on defense. I, I like the move they went with going with Taki Taki because he's going to yeah. play so – he only – he played in spots last year. I mean, Sheldrick Redwine, we have former um, third or fourth round pick, I want to say, uh, safety for us. Yeah, He's not going to play very much because no. of all of those pickups. After we traded, after we traded for um, Harrison, Harrison, that was that was right. pretty much the end of um, right. You know, pending more injuries. Uh, Redwine. So we do playing. have we do have like you said, Sandejo, and then we also have Carl Joseph. Yeah, another former first round pick. Yeah. Um, so we we've we've got some options on defense in terms of who could be the guy to break out and. We're going to need it at those two particular groups. Linebacker and safety are going to need to step way the hell up because I feel yeah. good about our oh, corners. Yeah. I feel good about our line. I do not feel good about the middle of the field. No. Um, so, yeah, we'll find out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then another uh, guy that I didn't even think of was uh, the rookie tight end we got this year, Harrison Bryant. True. He's already ahead of Njoku on the depth chart. Yeah. So he's, you know, he's going to be, you know, the Browns are going to run a lot of two tight end sets. He's going to be lining up there with – Hooper, yeah. Um, depending, I, I we'll see. I still think Njoku's going to get plenty of opportunity. Um, and with them waving Farrell Brown going now down to four tight ends, I think that lessens the chance that Njoku gets traded. I agree. At least initially, 
you know, if things don't work out and becomes a malcontent because he's not playing the first few weeks, you could trade him by the trade deadline. But, um, yeah, I think it's uh, – yeah, it's, it's – uh, boy, I can't believe it's going to be – I'm all screwed up because of the holiday on Monday. Like, I woke up today thinking it was Monday. Oh, I know. So, like, tomorrow's already going to be Wednesday. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. It is exciting. Like I said, we're 48 hours away uh, from football yeah. officially being here. Oh, I can't wait. Cannot wait. I'm pumped. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that's going to that's gonna lead us into our top five this week. And we wanted to do a fun one. So this is an NFL-themed top five, and we're going to do our favorite logos for NFL teams. Strictly logos. And I guess they don't have to technically be from this year because some teams have bad logos now but used to yeah. have good logos. <clears throat> L.A. Rams. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, if you – I, I don't think I did any like retro logos, but I mean, we didn't specify. So I mean, whoever whoever wants to go first, I can go first. Go on. I think it was my idea. I'll go first. Um, yeah. So for me, I didn't do any retro logos. I did. Although now that I think about it, well, we'll get to that. Uh, number five, New Orleans Saints. I like their logo. Yeah. Black and gold is a cool combo. It's uh, better than black and yellow. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Oh, don't worry. I wore that soundbite out yesterday. Oh, oh sure. I could imagine. Um. So yeah, New Orleans Saints. Uh, you better not have that team as one of your favorite logos because logo. it will get played. No. Even if we did, I don't think we would say that. <laughs> Number four, Chicago Bears. Now, am I incorrect? The current logo, I think, is kind of a realistic-looking bear. Am I? Is that correct? So they're, act, thinking they're of one their of main logo logos? is a C. Okay, but I'm they do have a they, their their secondary logo is a bear. I'm it's talking a very about realistic bear. Yeah. They're very realistic bear. Yeah, I don't really care about the C. It's so the whatever. C is the one that's on their helmets, the one they yeah. have at the fifty yard line. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. To clarify, I'm yeah. speaking specifically of the bear. So okay. I guess their secondary, logo, yeah. whatever that is. Because all I mean, all teams have yeah. secondary logos too. Yeah, yeah. I just think that's such a cool looking logo. This is very much a home pick. There are a few that don't, but yeah. This is very much a homer pick, but I really do like the Texans logo. I love the Texas flag, and I like the cow or the the cow. cow. Yeah, that's what it is. A cow. I like, a, isn't it like it's supposed to be a longhorn? longhorn. Yeah, it's, it's a cartoonish longhorn. Yeah. But. I a lot of the Houston Houstonians hate it. Not sure why. I actually think it fits pretty good for being an expansion logo. Uh, big fan of it myself. Love the color scheme too. Um, Two is the Oakland Raiders. I love Pirates. No such Raiders. thing as the Oakland Raiders. Oh, God. The Las, the Las Vegas Raiders. There you go. Uh, wow, I totally forgot about that. I know. We, wow. did, we did it yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we wow. did it yesterday on the preview show. Gonna... What's funny is I literally just looked up Las Vegas Raiders oh, to double check if yeah. they were indeed the Las Vegas oh, Raiders. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The stadium in Vegas is finished. It's, huh. nick- it's nicknamed the Death Star. It's just weird. Okay. You don't think that NFL starting just because of what's been happening. So right. Just yeah, it's just everything's mind. just exactly. So anyways, Las Vegas Raiders. Actually, Las Vegas Raiders fits kind of well, too. I think that that fits fine. Uh, number one for me is the Buffalo Bills. I love the Buffalo Bills logo and color scheme. I especially like the old one where it looked like an actual, like, realistic Buffalo. But the current one is great, too. Um, shout out to uh, Corb if he's listening. He's a big Bills fan. Um, he's probably not listening, but I'm going to tag him, so hopefully he does listen. <laughs> I'll tell him I shouted him out. Big Bills guy. 
Uh, Buffalo Bills, number one. I'll go real quick. Um, keep it brief, keep it short. Number five, had to throw the Cleveland twist in there. Cleveland Browns. I think the orange hey. helmet's so simplistic. It's just so baller. Like, hey, hey. we're just not going to try. Hey. Orange helmet. Here you go. That's number right. five. The orange is so. orange. Number four is the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh. Uh, the black and gray or whatever there you want to call it. Raiders. Perfect. I've always liked them. Number three. I'm going to say the Houston Texans. No, what? really? Because okay. growing up, the first flag flag football team I was on was the Texans. I had no idea <laughs> what it was. Wow. Like they were all NFL teams. I really liked it. So I thought that was cool. Uh, number nice. two. <laughs> number two, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Really? Oh, good one. Love the Pirates. Yeah, I think good that's one. super, super cool. The flag out of the skull. What about the old sick. school Buccaneers? Creamsicles? Creamsicles? Yeah. He had yeah. the knife in his mouth. See, that's the one that I like. Yeah. I think that's yeah. cool, too. Yeah, both like are good. Yeah. Thank God they changed their uniforms this year. I was going to say the Bills awful. for number one, but number one, I've said this in previous podcasts, Philadelphia Eagles. Mm. Okay. They, they have one of my favorite helmets. My I'm, only, yeah. I'm not necessarily a, that big the a fan scheme. of the, the color. Yeah, yeah, the color scheme throws me off. You don't but, like it? No, I don't like mm-hmm. it. But I like. I the love the helmet with the with the the wings, yeah. especially when they yeah. have the all black and green. I okay, well that's sick. cool. That is a cool. Yeah, I like that one. But, but that's the jerseys. But yeah, there you go. So between the two of you guys, you hit almost my entire list. <laughs> uh, God, not a lot of originality here. Number five, Buffalo Bills. Uh, number four, nice. Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. And then the only one that wasn't said so far, I am really big on the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, hmm. I love the Cardinals. Nice. I love, I mean, we were looking just at, at logos. but Jordan I, will never I, save no to a bird logo. Yeah. yeah. I'm a big yeah. fan of their, their jerseys as well. But the logo, I just, I, I've always liked that bird. Uh, and then the Raiders and then the Saints, number one for me. I'm big nice. on yeah. Uh, yeah. color scheme. Across the board for me. I, I'm not really big on a lot of like the traditional. I guess the Bills are, are one of the exceptions, um, and the Raiders, um, in terms of like the old school looks. Like I, I'm not really high on. I, I, I'm not going to pretend like I like the Browns. It's a helmet. It's stupid. I think it's, I think it's <laughs> terrible. I think it's dumb. And then I think the whole stupid snaggletooth dog that we went for when the orange really? was orange. I think that was you terrible. Mean the, you mean the pound puppy? Yeah, that was awful. I kind of like the dog. No, I will no, say it's a, if, it's a baby cartoonish. That's why. I, I called the. Uh, I dubbed it the pound puppy. It's awful. Now, if they were to bring back the elf, the 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 actual brownie, that is a different conversation. All right, that I do. I like the elf substantially. I I do too. I just they're never allowed to put anything on the helmet. I'm with you there. Leave the helmets alone. But if that was like a, an alternative, yeah. like yes, it doesn't even need to be on the jersey, but just in right. terms of like branding. Yeah, I don't, things. I don't want it on the. I, yeah, no, I, but I think like it'd be stupid. But yeah, it needs to be like on all the like like if they're wearing hats on the sideline or wearing Put like the in the winter everywhere. time when they're wearing those coats. Everywhere, not on the not on the uniform of the helmet, but. Uh, I, I don't even know if I would even go so far as to put the elf at the fifty yard line. I think that might little, look a little tacky, but maybe like in the end zone, like to the side. Um, okay. Yeah. But yes, the elf needs to be. I love the elf. And, I, and yeah, they're they're slowly bringing it back. Um, yeah. And especially with the the reintegration of the old old school logos Mar- that they brought. Pat, uh, you know Marie and Pat, he has the coolest forty seven elf hoodie. It just looks yeah. so cool. He's a big elf. I love love the elf. Yeah, love Brownie the elf. But yes, the the stupid pound puppy cartridge <laughs> logo terrible. <laughs> I didn't know you guys hated that so bad. Huh. Oh, that I uh, actually really like that. that really? and oh, I think yeah. I think their their current. Uh, I don't know if they changed it when they changed the uniforms, but the font that they had when they 
change. It yeah, not not, it's also not good. Um, did you give your number one? Yeah, Saints. Okay. Yep. The Santos. Well, I think I'm going to be the only one that has different ones. I have one of the same, and then my other four have not been <laughs> mentioned. So my number five is Buffalo Bills. I've always loved the Bills. Hey. I love the white helmet with the blue and red yeah. uh, bill on the side. Yeah. Um, four for me is the Carolina Panthers. Okay. Uh, okay. So the black yeah. with that with that uh, teal, I think, mm-hmm. is a really good accent. Plus, I think the logo is cool. Number three, I hate the team. I hate the organization. The New England Patriots logo is, yeah, is really it's pretty good. sweet. The yeah. Patriots, so the, the, the old school. Personally, like, I like soldier. the old one a lot better. Yeah. But the new one's pretty yeah. good too. Um, number two, and this is mainly because they have the best uniforms I think in all of sports. But also, I like the logo, the LA Chargers, Thunderbolt, and then the powder blue jerseys are the best in all sports. Is the Thunderbolt the same as it was when it was San Diego? Yes, because the colors so, a little bit different. Yes, so, so, like so the color like now their main uniforms are the powder blue. So okay. instead of the dark blue yeah. outline on the bolt, mm-hmm. it's it's the powder blue. Like the Ladanian Tomlinson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but they they're still wearing the bolt on the helmet. I love um, that. I love yeah. that on the helmet. I love that. Well, that is one of the best helmets. Yeah. And then uh, number one, I'm I. As a matter of transparency and being fair, I did not. You know, I'm the biggest Browns homer I know, so I did not put the Browns on this. <clears throat> so I wanted to be fair, also because, like you, Ryan, helmet's dumb. Um, <laughs> sorry, Jimmy. <laughs> you don't get it. Yeah, simplistic. Okay. Yeah. Well, here's simplistic for you: the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. The G. Really? I think it's I think it's the best logo in the NFL. All right. Do you know what my issue with that is? It just screams high school to me. Like wow. I just like high school football when I right, see Right, but that. but you got you got to think letter. you have to think about the Packers. Yeah. You got to think about the Packers. They're located in a small city. Yeah. Their stadium is literally in like a residential area. Like across yeah. the street from their city are like bungalow houses. Um they're owned. They're not owned by a single person. They're owned by their fans. Like right, it right. is like a giant. It high is school like team. a high school. Yeah, yeah. Except they're just really uh, freaking just, good every I year. Just, I just don't like it. I just don't and they're like one of the best run organizations in sports. Well, they're that, like literally that, always good. The organi- when was the last time the Packers have been the, bad? The organization like is great. I'm not. I'm just saying like the logo just bums me out. I just feel like it's so bad. I love the logo. It makes me sad. It makes me think of like yeah. cold weather. Granted, we have it here. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Wow. wow. Not even an hour. What a, what a, what a, what a, hold on. Up. He's got a we gotta, we gotta shout it out. Oh, yes. We got any shout- I want to shout out my family uh, for nice. reasons I'm not going to get into. Um, like, I've been kind of up and down recently, and like just being around my family and uh, like some of the things that they've helped me out with, like with the house and everything, um, has been awesome. So shout out them and uh, going with the family. My niece Gracie turned two yesterday, so shout out to little G. Um, happy birthday! Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's my shout outs. Nice, cool man. I got a couple of buddies I want to give shout outs to. I guess so I, I've received probably in the past like two or three weeks a couple different buddies have uh, have reached out and let me know that they've been listening in lately, which has nice. been awesome. So I got uh, Ian. I wanted to make sure I give Ian a shout out. Um, who else? Uh, oh, my good buddy Tony, Mr. Bocar, um, Michael. Uh, actually, speaking of the Bills, so you were mentioning your Bills fan. I got another one of my good buddies from college is a massive Bills fan. Um, 
and there was I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody else, but uh, I appreciate everybody tuning in. So I wanted to make yeah. sure I gave my guys a shout out. Nice. Yep. And and if you're listening, make sure you and you have social media, share it for us. Share our episode, mm-hmm. retweet it, uh, do all that great stuff. So we appreciate everybody. You know what? I'll do the same thing. I have a couple Ooh, people yeah. I want to shout out. Two of my friends, uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, Johnny Actually, Hopkins. Not Johnny Hopkins. He does want to come on the podcast, so stay tuned yeah. for future episodes. Where we talk we're going to talk. We're going to talk M- MGK versus Eminem. Of course. Um, <laughs> rap battle. Shout out oh, to right, right. my two friends. One, Grace Makovic. She started her first day with big girl job as an accountant. So Ooh, congrats. Shout out. Nice. And then shout out to her boyfriend who got a full-time job as an accountant as well. Who started Whoa. soon too. So nice. they're nice. killing it. Power couple. Nice. I want to be in your wedding. Hope you're listening to this. <laughs> Not, I'm gonna be drunk hey. at your wedding. <laughs> hey, come tax day if you guys need some uh, advertising and marketing for your firm. That's right. Shout it out. We will talk the hell oh, out of yeah. your place. Absolutely. Absolutely. For a few shekels. A few shekels. All right. I guess I got two. It's a beer. Uh, one. I'm kind of saying this on behalf of the whole pod, and I'm sure you all agree. Uh, shout it again for John Passau of uh, starting a wow restart. A Starter and a Chaser podcast. Uh, I really, truly enjoyed their podcast a lot, and I really enjoyed, as we all did, uh, having you on, John. Joe, we wish you could have been on here. Maybe in a future episode, we could do like a whiskey special or something. Yeah. Uh, we'd love to have you on. Uh, you guys are welcome anytime. Um, well, I guess not every single week, but a lot of times. Uh, it was great. And the second shout-out is to my sister, Heather. She, Some of you all know her. I'm sure you've met her. Mm-hmm. She actually got her, I don't know what the correct terminology is, but she passed her real, real, reality test. Oh, real Maybe estate a, license. Yeah, she has a real estate license. Hey! So, yeah, if you're looking for a house in the future. <laughs> uh, well, there, um, she's, uh, well, like two Dan, months, Dan's already Two months set. late on that one. Yeah, but she's uh, she's real excited. Um, what realtor are you going to use when you look for a house? I guess I'm going to have to use my sister now. <laughs> so, <laughs> going to have to. No, I'm excited for her. She uh, took a big break from all things work and school when she was having her kids, and I know that she uh, she loves her kids. But I know she also has been looking forward to a new uh, something else to do. So that's awesome. I'm happy for her. So she was cool. scared about it. All right. Well, that's the shout outs. Mm-hmm. And that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, shocking. I think we may, may not have kept this under an hour. 56 minutes. Wow. Look at this. So we're going to get on out of here. Uh, appreciate you guys listening. Um, if you get a second, go back and listen to our episode with John Paso of A Starter and Chaser Podcast. That was episode 124. And then check out our 2020 Browns preview show. Um, we're going to be doing Browns postgame shows after every game, win, lose, or draw. And uh, be on the lookout for those. So for Ryan, Jimmy, and Jordan, I'm Dan. You've been listening to Living Off the Land. Uh, Follow us on social media at the LOTL Podcast. And we'll catch you guys next week. See you later. Bye.